0: all right all right all right welcome back beyond believers welcome to buckets and beyond your friendly neighborhood Mavs podcast i am super hyped about today's guest uh this is definitely a beyond pod uh dedicated to one of our favorite stand-up comedians pete davison and uh we have the um i guess the creator of the best pete davidson fan account on instagram at scribbles and Decks here uh with us today she's waving for y'all who can't see it and uh it, and you know us like i'm your host uh ben Seibel, and then Jay bonnie is in the building today
1: what's up what's up
0: and and i think uh, i'll just really quickly get into like why we we appreciate like i don't me and Jay actually met at a, uh, at a, at Hyena's comedy club one, one day. And like, he was my MC as I, you know, ch- like ventured out into stand up comedy to try it the first time. So we, we've always been standup nerds and we always kind of compare notes on like who we really like. And, and, and uh, at least for me personally, Pete has always been, uh, always been a big fan of Pete. Um, and uh, now we get to the main event. So, Heather, do you remember what made you become a Pete Davidson fan way back when?
2: Yes, so for me, it's actually not way back when. Of course, someone's beeping outside my house. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was actually like a 2020 thing. So um, right before the lockdown, I met one of my friends because there was no hand sanitizer to be found. And she's like, so we met up for coffee and we just like it was like the last time you could ever do anything in public and um she's like yeah like you know if we you know we get stuck or whatever like here are some things you should watch and she's just like you know there's a guy pete davidson you probably heard the name i'm like well i've heard the name and she's like you know i really think you'd like him and then once i saw a live from new york like it was a mile long marathon of just content watching. Like, <laughs> are we in hot water right now? Like, I'm just, I'm just like, it got me through it. So
1: nice,
0: that's so <laughs> funny. Like, he, you were instantly converted and you're just never to look back. It was like a
2: cult, <laughs> like, I'm on, I will do what you tell me to.
1: That's pretty surprising that you became a fan like that is at recently in 2020. I would have thought that you were like following him since Die he hard was a day child one, or whatever.
0: Like you were like there at his first stand-up show and he just, you know, he won you over or something. That's kind of yeah. what I pictured.
2: Like I wanted to go to, because he had was supposed to go to Atlantic City, I think. I don't think that even happened. Uh-huh.
0: Like, oh. yeah. Like the last. Oh, I really really rather you're really, really not. I'm like, all right,
2: fine. So I've never seen him doing stand-up live that's
0: so funny
1: dang yeah so uh ben mentioned that we've done stand-up um ben's tried it a few times i've done like a couple hundred mics i've done i had a few gigs i got a little more experience doing it um no 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 pete davidson by any means like i kind of suck and like not nobody's like asking for jay bonnie tickets right now but (laughs) but um I wanted to ask, do you have any experience doing stand-up? I saw you had a um, you had a funny little improv post on your Instagram. Um, do you have any experience doing stand-up yourself?
2: So, no. Like, I, I, I want to. And I, I feel like I've always kind of, like, I've always entertained the idea, but then actually never entertained the idea. So I really want to. And I feel like the only way now is literally you have one of two options. You either find an Instagram green screen backdrop or you. <laughs> fall tapestry and you have a light shine in your eyes and then just like scream it and hope that four people watch it.
1: <laughs> that's the
0: safest way to do it right now.
1: Yeah. Not mm. a bad look or a podcast, which, which we're all doing right now. We're, uh, I think we're doing as much as we can at this the moment. This helps us
0: scratch that creative bitch, I feel. Um, that's that's for me. At least uh, everyone's
2: on. So like, you know, people are bored, like yeah. sitting looking for something to watch for those 11 mm. minutes. So, you know, if you can provide that
1: entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So it's one thing to be like a, a big fan of somebody and to adore somebody and, you know, I, you know, but to make a whole Instagram account, that's like a whole nother endeavor. I, I just want to know like what, what, what took you from, from really liking him to like making the fan account and, and what, like what's the process in, in having one of those accounts? Because I think a lot of people don't really know uh what that looks like behind the scenes what like instigate so i i'm the kind of person who
2: does make fan accounts i've had a taylor swift one by everybody Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) end of call no i've
2: had fan accounts like i think i have 12 instagrams to be honest in total but
1: let's um, go (laughs) okay
0: okay okay
2: phones I need to have two phones to support this like they don't all fit
0: that's so funny
2: um but I it started where I when I watched the Alive in New York and I started like paying attention at his like um like street style and I had like Pinterest saves and then on Instagram like there are people fan accounts and like you can have like your saved subcategory so it'd be like Haley Bieber street style and then, like, I had like a Pete Davidson, whatever, because he had like the whole, and I hate to say this, but like height beats, whatever, like fashion, like, and it was all these cool outfits of like him walking or whatever. And it started as that, but I was like, I like these too much, and I kind of want to have like my own place to, like, you know, feature that or maybe even like twin with
0: some of those outfits. So, mm,
1: yeah, cool. Sorry. Cool,
0: cool. like, it said Gooniversity. Oh, it's so tight. I
1: get that for Andrew. <laughs> we got another guy on our podcast that uh, his nickname is The Goon. He would like that.
0: Well, he said that somebody gave it to him, but I wasn't there when it happened, so I just assumed he gave himself that nickname. So, Oh,
1: that makes but, me feel better that he didn't give it to himself that, that we didn't give it to him for this podcast. But. <laughs>
0: yeah, I give myself my own nicknames because I feel like I, I'm better at it than you
1: guys. I gave myself my own nickname because, like, you know, I'm not about to rely on my friends to, like, <laughs> You know, like maybe I'm just more creative than my friends. All right. Maybe I'm just like that that guy. I'm not about to wait around for somebody to give me a cool nickname. I'm just do it myself. It's
2: probably better, though, to be honest. It's like when I, it's like I like to throw parties, but like I don't, I don't think anyone else does like aesthetic as well. So it's like, you know what? I, I'll i just do that part. So all I right.
0: feel like, <laughs> I think like the one way we can tie it, tie it into the Mavericks, like our team, is that uh kevin like kevin durant famously nicknamed porzingis the unicorn because of his unique playing style and you can tell like he's been interviewed by like I think jimmy fallon he's like yeah i don't really get it like i don't like it so in a way it's like when you give yourself your own nickname you're controlling your own narrative rather than like you know your whoever gives sorry
1: yeah i went off a little bit. no i i feel it. i feel it i feel it
0: um but...
2: Watching that game because of the anxiety alone.
0: Just like- <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, so all right. So basically, you just like organized everything on Pinterest, and then it kind of got to a point where it was like too much. And then you like, I feel like I need to share it with everybody. Basically, is that yeah? I just I was like, you know
2: what? Like I'll have this all in one place, and I really i didn't expect it to become anything but more just be like a little digital diary for myself to be like this is you know like a, a scrapbook essentially of like all these cool like outfit ideas or little bits and like I, and then just people just like it And i was like okay
0: okay nice. I, and and i and as someone who's um, and I, I guess i can kind of get into this in the next question but let me just um, what so what has your experience been in running a Pete Davidson fan account um, especially in recent years he's been more of a po- polarizing uh, character uh, or uh, you know not on his based on kind of like the situations around him have made him more polarizing I wouldn't say that he's done anything like technically polarizing um, but what so what has that been like for you uh, as kind of like the fan spokesperson for him, I guess.
2: So it's funny that you use like the word polarizing because I watched like this YouTube video. I was like, what it is about Pete? What is it about Pete Davidson's charm? Like, what is his charismatic quality that like makes him so like likable and attractive, whatever? And they said like, what either makes people love or hate Pete Davidson? That he's so polarizing because he's so honest to a fault and for better or worse has made people like lit the wall you know it's like one way or the other and it like i guess running a fan account my experience was that is that the people who love pete they're your best friend immediately like i've made friends that you otherwise would never encounter if you didn't have like a fan account but then hate people who like hate pete it's like if a post randomly, and I I still don't know what makes a post go viral, but like this one video <sighs> I did of like him and MGK walking into the elevator with a little Nas video, sixteen thousand likes, and I'm like, but but why? Like it's not an edit or whatever. <laughs> so when a, a, but when a post gets that many likes, it also gets so much hate. So I'm sitting there going like, what what is this? What is this? And I'm like deleting all these like random hate things. So sometimes it'll be at Pete, or sometimes it'll be like towards me like why are you making this account don't you have a life of your own so like the same people who hate it's like you get you become part of that polarizing world so it's like but it but it's worth it to me so I I don't care like these people have no lives who are you like you don't have a default picture you have no followers (laughs) I it's sad
1: it's like you're like tied into it's like you're part of Pete essentially. It's, like, you have to deal with whatever he's dealing with on some level just because you're so associated with with his career and everything.
2: But you defend him because it's, like, and you're, like, I get part of why most of us that love Pete do is because, like, we get that and, like, probably deal with a lot of that same stuff. So it's, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like we kind of relate, like, because we're essentially a, a basketball stand account, you know what I mean? Like, we take it to that other level, like we just we just talk about it all the time and everything. And yeah, we, we kinda end up doing the same thing. Like like the guys on the team, they're our guy. They're like our boys, I like our children. Know? Yeah, they're like our our friend like our sons, our our blood. <laughs> our, our babies. <laughs> yeah. And then when they leave, we're heartbroken. And you know, when something bad happens to them, we're heartbroken and we gotta, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. like we we defend them on the internet and everything, you know, but uh yeah, it's funny. What what i what I've
0: noticed, like especially in, in- uh, in the recent like you know uh, his recent history like with whoever he's dating or, or like I guess after like post Ariana Grande like everything got amplified to like a point of like I don't even know who this guy was a minute ago and now I can't stand him and like how did he get her all this stuff and um, he kind of hopped off social media because of like the the mental health issues he was having so with him off of social media it's it's like i the reason why i love your uh instagram so much is because Pete doesn't feel secure enough to like post these things because people are always at him for no reason like they've never seen his stand-up they never heard him like you know an interview by him they're just on like you know so like for me like just to get like good pete content that's like all hilarious that that's just that's why you're here it's because like you do a great job and and i think like you feel that void for an uh you know a stand-up artist who can't really you know it, it it's it, it's not good for him mentally to be on on social media because he's got like all that to deal with
2: mm-hmm. and i wish he was in a way because i feel like you know like don't you feel like you wish you could just be like like look like we all freaking love now and like we wish that like he could see that but Maybe
0: I, I, you know I think like when you get off of social media you realize how many like people you like really have that care about you um, and I think he knows who are in his inner circle and the problem with the internet is most of the noise is negative like you you know you hardly see any like good happy five star reviews it's mostly like you know then super nitpicky like two and a half star reviews or whatever it is um, so, but he's still out there. Like he's still like you know doing stand up, still being hilarious. And
1: um, I bet he's on Snapchat. I bet <laughs> he's on Snapchat at least. Like, that's I the easy like one. You Snapchat was to, made really. for
0: Pete Davidson, probably.
1: Yeah, that's a good one for him. Someone should recommend Snapchat to him. You
0: should do a Snapchat account. That's that might be the new move. <laughs> no, Mike, it's, it's here for three
2: seconds.
0: It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Now that you've kind of indoctrinated yourself and all of the, the Pete media, what is your favorite stand-up special? And we can kind of go around and which one would you like? More.
2: So I feel like it should, it should be a from New York because that's what, I mean, I, I owe everything to that special for me becoming a fan. And I just feel like it's so perfect from end to end.
1: Hey, real then- quick. Is that the one, is that the Netflix one or the comedy central one? Netflix. that's netflix. the netflix one okay i um, think he had some on comedy central too sorry continue
2: oh his <laughs> okay. smd which like he talks about saying like you know at the time that's the best that you know what i mean like that i could but you get to see that stage of where he was in his life at that time and that <clears> he <throat> clip i'm sorry but that's just gold <laughs> there's this, the clip about like that he talks about uh when he's at college or whatever and he's like you just, <laughs> I won't go into detail it's like you create some sort of ambience <laughs> yeah um, there's that and the other special where he talks about it in the beginning he's like you know he just says hello and he's like it's over this is it I'm not gonna make it like and that's I was like that's just that's that's terrific <laughs> yeah
1: because Preparing for this podcast, I looked a little deeper into like the whole lore with that cuz I obviously I knew that he he dated Ariana Grande, like obviously, you know, Ariana Grande is way famous and all that stuff. Um but I thought that was pretty wild. He kind of like spilled some tea. Like he did. He did sp- spill some like well,
0: leading up to that bit, he compared like what she said to him about him to the media and he, he was saying like I could never say anything like that.
1: So, yeah. He just- In a way, I I feel like I don't know I feel I feel like that was a good way to play it safe not play it safe but that was a good way to like cover his own ass but also like um you know throw shade at her too
0: <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a skillful way to to throw shade so would you would you say that one's your favorite the the Netflix one
2: I think so I just feel like it, like it's just a complete package I, I don't know and also just like <clears> the <throat> time Worked on the craft of like his mannerisms, like the part when he's like, with a, uh, you know, he's like, it only works one way, you know, he can't be like, you know, straight guy, gay girl, and it's like, why not? <laughs> it's okay, we both hate this, like those <laughs> underappreciated lines.
0: Yeah, he's so a lot, he's a lot more developed at that point, and uh, I think the way he opens it with the the Louis C K thing, I think, is just like so hard hitting. Cause like people aren't really there for that necessarily. They want to hear about all the Ariana drama, but he opens with the Louis CK stuff and it's just like, Oh my God, it's so awesome. I love that there's
2: no like huge introduction.
0: It just gets right into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones in that. So Jay, which one's your favorite?
1: Man, I don't know. Um, I really, I got to go with Patrice O'Neill. Um, and I don't know what special I like for him the most, but, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of which one I like the most. I should have thought of this more, but Patrice O'Neill, and he, he's got a few specials up on YouTube. So if anybody like wants to look him up, he's on YouTube. He's, um, like this big, big black dude, like diabetic, always jokes about his his weight, his diabetes and everything. But he jokes a lot about women, talks a lot about relationships, um, just like social dynamics, race dynamics. Um, he's hilarious, Someone who Pete fans might like that's a little bit under the radar is Rory Scovel. I don't know if you checked him out. He's got a Netflix special. That's incredible too. Um, he's a lot like Pete, you know, like, like kind of white dude, kind of, you know, young, <laughs> but he's, he's really funny too. Rory Scovel and, and uh, Patrice O'Neill are fire fire. And um, really though, another, another white dude who's like my inspiration to even get into stand up was Tony Hinchcliffe. And uh, I don't know if y'all heard of him. He's, um, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. He's, um, I I think he opened up for Joe on some tours he's been on, but, um, he's a killer as well, man. He's, he's, um, um, I saw him do a show in Dallas. And then after that, I I had to go up myself and I was like, man, I I could do this too. I could do this too, you know, but yeah, all killers, all killers, all of them are on Netflix too. Tony Henscliffe, Patrice O'Neill, and, uh, rory scovel check them out well
0: i mean well as far as like what's your favorite like
1: pete davidson special
0: oh pete davidson (laughs) specials this whole thing about these other netflix specials (laughs) i mean you You kept going you you had like a lot of good info i'm trying to keep up yeah
1: um the netflix one is definitely the most polished um you know the, the little clips he's got on youtube are great too though uh i'm trying to think of some bits off rip i can't think of any off rip off youtube that i liked but his special was like so killer the louis ck bit was great because it's like it's some tea it's some undercover you know it, it's some, not a huge deal it's not like some scandalous thing like oh pete smoked weed at, uh, at snl but it's just um you know it, it it's funny to see that they had a little connection that 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 fans didn't know about you know that would have been interesting to know about. It would have been some, something that people probably be, would have been tweeting about and everything. But um, yeah, that was a great little bit there. Um, him talking about Ariana again was killer. So, I mean, probably the Netflix one. I thought its outfit was a little bit, I thought his fit choice was a little bit questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I'm sure, you know, like you, you, you're probably more into the fashion than, 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 than the Pete's normal look. I don't know how he normally dresses, but like I thought his fit choice was kind of <laughs> like unique uh you know i thought that was a little interesting the the turtleneck uh, you know baggy suit combo interesting
0: but well, he made he jokes might... about it
1: too yeah be,
0: i'm
2: killing it i'm post post-divorce
1: yeah oh that's right yeah he did yeah he even <laughs> joked about it too <laughs>
2: yes
1: post-divorce woman who's finally got it together
2: <laughs> man
0: republic women's
2: ladies yeah suit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh if I had to pick, like, it's tricky because I like to think of myself as like a day one Pete Davidson fan because I would I remember watching him on Guy Code on MTV like back when that was a thing and he was always like my one of my favorite comedians on that show and then when he did the SMD special I was like hey man this guy's pretty funny from Guy Code like, let me check him out I think like that's like the hardest I've laughed like at any special like i i don't know i was probably just like the same age as pete so at that time so i didn't think it just related to me like a lot more and like i just i just remembered like like, like hardly containing myself how, how funny i thought smd was um mm-hmm. because there were just so many just killer killer jokes in that in that special um but i definitely like the uh, alive from new york uh, where you can tell he's just being like more vul- vulnerable and open and, and kind of like, just like letting people in to, Cause like, you know, if you don't follow Pete Davidson, you don't know Pete Davidson, unless you see like one of his standup specials, you'll, you'll never really know um, like who he is and, and what he's dealt with. Um, but I just thought, yeah, I don't know. The, 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 the SMD is like seeing somebody like before they really like hit their stride and like they really like figure out, like you can tell they're super talented and they're just like heart, like kind of, I don't know. I'm just, that's, that's that sounds weird.
1: But. Uh, I see what you're saying. Um, like before they really hit their stride, hit their prime, but it's still like you raw. Can you can see the potential.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I have an idea of what the answer to the next question is, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, what is your favorite Pete Davidson movie? Oh god, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose like maybe all
2: 4,000 of my followers. <laughs> that's a loaded question. It's a very loaded question. But don't
0: say set it up because that doesn't count.
2: But, uh, oh, that's true, yeah. I mean that it doesn't, it, it counts. It would count. I mean it, someone really, I mean he, he did good, but um, it, it, I gotta go with big time. That's my favorite are you
0: like shocked and okay i was just making sure um because me personally i loved big time adolescents because the way they marketed that it looked like another like um you know like teen like get drunk and get high movie and like pete davidson is like you know the cool guy that you want to be like or whatever but like spoiler alert like the it ended up being almost like a cautionary tale of like, Hey, if you do all those things that you think are cool, you could be like working at the drive-through at the end of the movie and without really having a future and all this other stuff. So it's deep. Like it hits hard, even though like it's packaged, like a, like a super bad type movie. Um, and, and, uh, that's, I guess like, that's how I knew you were more of a Pete, like you were a Pete fan and not just like a, like a, you know, cause you're, um, the scribbles and dicks uh, profile name is, is like a reference to that movie, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "She gets it." About you, Jay? Oh, sorry. What?
2: I explain like why I guess that is like why I would do that movie.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah, get into it.
2: I guess well, I was like, it's such a, oh, it's just such an emotional like thing to go into, but just like, it there's. Different aspects, like the music alone, you know, like if you talk like the Hey Moon song with the transitory part of him, like going forward years or whatever. And then you have like where he does karaoke later on, the dance song, the, the Mo Bamba, like the, I'm saying that wrong, but like when he's like in the car and uh, Mo's dad leaves, the one that's like, I got a cold, like that song. Like it's just such a great soundtrack and i think why i love that movie so much is just like you know like um like the guy ricky who's like the older friend that he used to know and you see like him and he's like in his 40s or whatever and like you see he's just like doing nothing basically like they like hop off the car and it's like you think this is like further deep but it's like that could easily be where Zeke is in like another decade or 15 years that he like stays where he is you know right i think like what hit so close to home is like i feel like especially doing you know stand-up or any of the arts and choosing that as like a career knowing that like it's so hard to break into and you may or may not make it that like you you know you see people like growing up and getting married and having kids and you're not, you know, choosing that lifestyle or whatever and you don't necessarily want to, but it also feels like everyone's growing up past you and that's kind of, like, how Deke is. Like, I feel like I'm this, you know, teenager forever and, like, everyone's just kind of moving on, you know.
0: I don't
1: know. It's heavy. I haven't seen the movie, but, like, I want to watch it now.
0: (laughs) Dang. (laughs) (laughs) forget everything you just heard oh yeah whoops that's <laughs> nah, all
1: good it's all good uh, i should have seen it by now
0: <laughs> have you but you've seen uh what do you think of the king of staten island movies it's just kinda... you mean this film
2: right here <laughs> that one yeah
1: hey let's go <laughs> hold
0: it, it's a
2: physical copy dvd uh, <laughs> What's interesting is that like they kind of both have that same concept because he's kind of like, not necessarily lost, but like one of the most heartbreaking scenes is when like, um, like his mom and then like Bill Burr, they're like talking about how he's like going nowhere. And he's just like overhearing that conversation. Sorry, I didn't say spoiler alert, but it's like almost the same thing where it's like his dream could take off or it might not. And you know, it's like he's kind of feeling stagnant where his sister's going off to college or whatever. And it's just like, he's dealing with his past, but of course it ties into his real life struggles with his dad. So like, I think that takes it like that extra step that, you know, Judd let us like have a look into his world, you know, by having that movie come together. So it's a whole different thing. It's, it's more like personal for actually for Pete, you know? but um beautiful film it's it's but it's a masterpiece so
0: <laughs> yes. that's how good big time adolescence is but it it, it be the masterpiece out of the top spot um yeah it's it's um i i watched it and and i kind of was i think it was a lot more real and intense than i thought it would be because i feel like all of his comedy is like like a lot more upbeat or you know um, but it kind of uh, focused a lot of, on the loss of his dad and, and the after effects of that. Um, so I, I was ca- like, that's kind of partially why I like Big Time Adolescence more, because it's like funny like throughout the whole thing, even though there are some like tough parts. Um, so we, we got t- ten minutes, and we'll see what we can we can fit in here. Uh, so. How has Pete, uh, cause I know that you're you're an artist too. So how has uh, Pete uh, influenced or inspired your art? So cool.
2: Well, I like recreating outfits. So because Pete had short platinum blonde hair, I've, I cut my hair off into a pixie and is now growing into a horrendous mullet, which I'm struggling with every day. But that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> I think also just like, you know, one of the biggest things that pete's done for me is to learn to say the actual thoughts in my head if that makes sense like because i think a lot of times like i work in retail and a lot of times i was just so used to being nice and just being like
0: oh are you finding everything okay
2: and like you know you assume that because you're friendly people like that People don't like that like they like that you're like invested in like you you know come across that you care or, like you make a joke you make eye contact which I would never do before so like it's almost like you get to put on a performance every day in real life but at the same time it's that that performance is you being real and just like engaging better so I feel like I've gotten better at just like communicating with people like even though we can't communicate with any are like basically locked down. Um, But to actually answer your question, I feel like it's made me just want to pursue stand-up. Like that's the short answer. (laughs) Long
0: end. Yes. I I think that's so cool. And and I think like you can tell like when he's interviewed by somebody how like genuine and honest he's being versus like somebody who's clearly like trying to like sell something or, or like put up a front. Like, it's, like, night and day. Um, and I think, like, especially in, in today's world, people are afraid to be authentic and real because they don't want the backlash or, you know, whatever. Um, so they rather just keep it to themselves. So it's really refreshing um, to see Pete do that and, and inspire you to do that.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like, one thing Pete does is that, like, you know sometimes when someone will ask you a question and you feel, like, the need to, like, give the defensive response. Like, it's, like... Uh, You know, have you been having problems with this in the past? And most people be like, you know, I I think I've overcome. And they go, they give you this long song and dance. And one thing Pete always does, it's like, let's, and not to like, go to like a triggering place. But he's like, you know, like when someone asks, like, oh, you know, are you going to hurt yourself? He goes, oh, for sure. Probably. He's just so like, to the point, like Mm. answer that they probably don't want to hear. And I just like, I just think that that's so unique. You know, people don't do
0: that. Yeah. yeah um so we we learned some other comedians that jay wanted us to, to check out now who are are there any other comedians that you like a lot along with pete maybe there's another fan account that we should be following or what uh what the comedians you like
2: um so uh, listen, i i grew up watching with my family like you know fluffy um i don't know i forget lewis black Brian Regan, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> really? I love Sandler, I love Jim Carrey, like, but recently there's this comedian, Orny um, Adams, I don't know if you've heard of him. You should not be making that face. <laughs> like, you should be like, I love him. He's, oh, that's so disappointing. He's freaking great. Like he's just, um, I don't know, I guess he caters to an older audience, but I was watching, um, there's this documentary, Jerry Seinfeld comedian and it's all like it was all about Jerry but then like there's a sub feature with this comedian when he was this was like early 2000s Barney Adams and I was like he's like older Pete in, a, in, in some ways I don't know it's just like he's so like
0: yeah
2: young. I don't know like I just like he's I was like oh, I get this guy and I feel like you guys would probably really like him so I would definitely check out I, he doesn't have any. That's like the disappointing thing is that he's so funny, but he doesn't have like right now anyway. He doesn't have any like specials out, but um, he has like a YouTube special. It's like, in, I, like, I guess, an hour set called Takes the Third. But I would definitely check him out. He's okay. My favorite right now.
0: It's funny. Funny you say that is because I like, I've been listening to a lot of like Pete Davidson podcast interviews. And one of the things I keep saying is that he, you would think that Pete is a lot older. By like this, like the way he looks at his generation and he comments on his generation. Um, so I think that's, that's funny that you see that. He, I mean, Pete probably likes him a lot. If he's <laughs> early two thousands. Um, so, um, for, we wrap up. Um, so wh- where can, where can everybody, uh, well, actually, before I ask you that, as far as, uh, wh- where are you right now? Real quick. Where? New Jersey. You're in New Jersey. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, so we're in Dallas, Texas. Do you do you? What is what do you know about like the Dallas Mavericks? We're a Dallas Mavericks podcast, so maybe like, we can like tease that we talk about the match for like two seconds. Um, like, what's your experience with the Dallas Mavericks from New Jersey?
2: I know nothing at all. I'm I I need I I like basketball and need to catch up the same way I caught up with Pete because I know nothing. I watched the bulls documentary on netflix because i when i was a kid it was all like that was just the world was just like chicago bulls i i, I know nothing about basketball <laughs>
0: <laughs> well luckily we're we, we love stand-up so we just we really wanted i really wanted to reach out to you and kind of get like your perspective and just kind of talk about our favorite uh, stand-up um is is there anything else we need to know about about uh, your your account about you or
2: um, so this is a little, I guess they, I'm like, I'm into music and comedy and it's hard because people say that you should like pick a lane and go at it hundred percent, but it's hard for me because I'm just like, I love both, but, um, I have my artist name is Heather Raines, R-A-Y-N-E-S. And I have a couple songs on Spotify now, but then my next project is going to be all about being a nineties kid. And I hope that a lot of people will really like that grew up in the 90s will gravitate towards that. So that's
0: nice. 21 things. So. <laughs> that's awesome. So you got the comedy, you got the music, Heather Reigns got some songs out already on Spotify and follow at Scribbles and Dicks for all your Pete Davidson content. Um, yeah. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Uh, thank you for taking us up on this. I know it's was super random and I, yeah. <laughs> Really
2: no that. i cool like I this is a really like awesome opportunity to like you know just I, I don't I guess especially in
0: real life do you find that like no one else you can't really talk about Pete to anyone no I mean I mostly talked to, to uh, Jay about Pete because he's like he's you know he's been up on stage and he knows and he, and he knows a lot of comedians but if you don't if you know you know if you don't I'm just like talking about a tattooed guy that dated Ariana Grande like that's all like, that's the,
2: entirely an if you know you know type of scenario like
0: yeah so we're, we're in the click and, and like maybe like if, if he releases new stuff like we can get back together and talk about it or kind of you know geek geek out over that um but yeah this is this has been so much fun i, I want to kind of uh, close it before it hangs up for us um but <laughs> thank you again so much for for taking the time to join us um you can find her account at scribbles and dicks and uh, she's heather rains on spotify check out her songs uh, check uh, be on the lookout for her next project thank you so much thank you guys this is
2: awesome
0: oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. and we're out of here adios <laughs>